Welcome to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. I'm Shaley Trentum, a higher education practitioner and professor turned consultant, guiding leaders in cultivating creativity and wholeness through learning and development. And this podcast is a whole lot of that, fit into short segments you can listen to over a cup of coffee. Meet me here as I design conversations around leadership that you can authentically integrate into the spaces where you lead and have impact. Cheers. When I was in the third grade, we had career day at school. And so I dressed up as an author. And my mom helped me make a little pair of wire-rimmed glasses out of floral wire that I wore. And I carried a notepad with me so that I could write down all of my ideas. And that's really meaningful because that was just in third grade. And I still have a love for books. And that is something I carried with me. And so I knew that in starting this podcast, I wanted to include book reviews to get you excited about reading some of the books that are out there in the leadership space, because that's where I spend a lot of my time. And if you know me personally, then you know it fills me up when you come to me and ask for a book recommendation. Like there is nothing I love more than helping connect an idea somebody has or a question someone has with the resource that they need. So, on today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing a book that I'm reading right now in this season. It's called The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath, which if you've read their book Switch or Made a Stick, you know that they're brilliant and bring forward great ideas and great research. But this book really got me because I'm reading it in the middle of working from home with two toddlers trying to navigate this crazy, funky COVID-19 leadership space that we're in. And it's been really, really hard. If you were on a Zoom call with me last Friday uh, that I was on, then there was a group of people who remember when my toddler came in and chose to have a tantrum at the exact moment I unmuted to say something after like a four-hour call where they had been wonderful. And that is, can be so, so frustrating. So I've found myself in places of frustration in working from home with toddlers, but I also have found new ways to approach parenting. And that's been really, really sweet too. For instance, when I started this podcast, it was a little tricky to keep two little boys, a four-year-old and a two-year-old, away from the microphone and my laptop and from making noise. And so I got a lot of this, this kind of interruption. Let me show you. What's your name? Why is this a Bridget? Yes, your name is Bixton. How old are you? My name is and William Buzz. You're friends with William Buzz? Yes. <laughs> and how old are you? I'm Jesse and Bo Peep. Oh, you're friends with Jesse and Bo Peep also? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Say bye. Bye. Okay, but that's also the cutest, right? And so I can't be mad when they're interrupting and they're that adorable. But what I have found is that the power of moments has opened up this idea of breaking the script. And an example of that would be what I just did. You didn't expect to jump onto a book review podcast and within the first three minutes hear from an adorable two-year-old. What I did was I broke the script. 
Up until now, my first four podcasts have included me talking at you. And by throwing something different, something that breaks expectations into the mix, I caught your attention. This is what Chip and Dan Heath say. By breaking the script, we can lay down a richer set of memories. Now, you may think, I'm going to go pick up this book eventually when you're done with this podcast, with this episode. And you might also think, gosh, that was so cute, that little thing of Brixton in there, because that was the richer memory. Now, Chip and Dan Heath, in the first few chapters of talking about the power of moments, talk about Disneyland. And if any of you know me, you know that I'm a big Disney fan. My family has annual passes. We go a lot. And we're lucky to live super close. Now, if you ask me after I go to Disneyland, how was it? What you get is my highlight reel, right? You get me saying, it was great. Brixton ran up and kissed Mickey Mouse's nose and everyone oohed and awed. And it was so fun because we took knocks on the carousel and he loved it. And we did this and this and this. And I likely skim over the fact that we maybe waited in line for 45 minutes with two toddlers who were starving and we didn't bring enough snacks and it was 150 degrees because it's always 50 degrees hotter in Disneyland than it is in the rest of Southern California. And there's people everywhere. And the four-year-old needs to find a bathroom quickly. And I mean, there is a pretty narrow ROI on Disneyland. Like you spend a lot of money to be there and there are a lot of negatives. But the magic of Disneyland, the memories that you create, the moments that you have in between all of the chaos are the things you remember and call upon in the future. And Chip and Dan Heath write about that and write about how the power of those moments can outweigh a lot of the bad. And so how we create those moments as parents and as leaders are really, really, really important for our people. In a previous job, I had a supervisor who would text us early in the morning, twice a year, on a Thursday morning. And on Thursdays, we started off our mornings as a team with a staff development time. So it was already set out that there was time set aside for staff development, and most likely, you didn't have morning meetings set up before that. So you were pretty free, hopefully. But what he would do is he would text and say, hey, today's a Fandango day. And what that meant is you got the day off. Bump meetings, send emails that you're going to be out of the office, and then you got to take that day just for you to do whatever you needed to do to fill up your cup. Some people would go to the movies. Some people would go to the beach. Some people, like me, would stay home and get things done that I had been on my list forever But it was special, and it meant so much that in the middle of a chaotic season, it was always perfectly timed, that in the middle of a chaotic season, you got a free day. And it was so good for the mental health of the team. And now it only came two times a year, and it wasn't on the calendar. It wasn't planned, which is why it had this magical feel about it, because it broke the script. So... Consider breaking the script, but also consider how you build moments of elevation. So when I was reading through The Power of Moments and reading about moments of elevation, quite often moments of elevation are experiences that are special, 
They make us feel engaged and joyful, amazed, motivated. They're magical. It's Disneyland trips and birthday parties, weddings, and football games. It's all the things that we don't have right now because of staying at home. And so I got pretty sad, honestly, when I read it, was reading it. I'm like, oh, this is something we can't create right now. And then I realized as leaders, we need to work at creating these moments even when we don't have all the cards in our hand. But they give a three-part recipe for building moments of elevation. And I realized that we can apply that to our lives even now. We can boost sensory appeal, raise the stakes, and break the script, is what Chip and Dan Heath would say to do. And so I realized that even in my parenting, I need to do that right now. And so when I was reading this chapter on boosting sensory appeal and breaking the script, for me and my parenting, that meant that I threw whatever I was going to do for dinner out the window and set up a picnic in the living room and had finger foods for the boys and we watched a movie while we ate dinner, which is totally breaking the script for us. And they loved it. And that was so meaningful, even though we hadn't left the house in weeks. So that's part of why this book feels so significant to me. Because in a book talking about why certain experiences have really, really extraordinary impact, I think we can break it down even on the micro level in our homes. We can break it down even on a micro level with our teams. Right now in a difficult season, when we're not necessarily building out these big, huge plans that we've had in the past. But there are ways to show up, to break the script, and to create organizational change even now as we're finding new ways to do things. I want you to think back, and I think that some of the most memorable moments of your life are times when you've broken the script for yourself. Similarly, the times when your teams have probably looked up to you and felt the most cared for under your influence and impact are the times when you've created moments of elevation that connected with them emotionally and created a peak moment that allowed them to reflect or experience in a new way in the workplace. So my goal is that you might consider the impact of the moments you are creating right now. And this book goes into so much more detail on how to do that and how we define different kinds of moments. So I highly recommend The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. I want you to pick it up because I want you to be reading it and figure out how you can synthesize the wisdom and insight from these authors with your leadership or your parenting or your personal life because that's when the real learning begins. And if you're looking for a reference or a resource or a book that offers wisdom and insight in an area of leadership that you are struggling with or just need to find some answers in, let me know because I would love to offer a recommendation. Thanks for listening to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. Take a few moments to reflect on how you will integrate today's episode into your life and let me know if it was helpful to your leadership reach out, visit my website, or leave a comment. And don't forget to share with colleagues and subscribe for future learning. Until our next cup of coffee together, cheers.